Does the world have expectations that you can't meet or you refuse to meet? Welcome to The Not Guide. I'm your host, Alex Berg. I started this podcast because after college, I didn't see a lot of people being open about making mistakes or fucking up after. So I felt isolated and a loser because I felt like that. And I'm done feeling that way. So I'm going to tell you how it is while doing it the most terrifying method possible for me. Being vulnerable. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back, and let's get real. We actually became friends sophomore year of college. I wanted to talk about positivity and comparison after college, and she was up for the challenge. I mean, it is a big topic. Let's be real. Thanks for being here, Rachel. Thank you so much. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm almost clapping. If you can hear any noises, that's I me. I know, right? <laughs> um, I'm so excited. Um, so what has your journey been with comparison after college? I feel like with comparisons, you know, usually you would do that in like college of like you're comparing yourself to your other classmates or other people that you see are succeeding. Mm-hmm. And then I guess the same thing applies after college of you see your classmates getting jobs or getting the jobs that you wanted and they're succeeding, but you're not, and you're still comparing yourself to them. So I definitely feel like that's what I did when I started looking for jobs, which was yeah a few months after we graduated. And that's what mm-hmm. I was doing. I was comparing myself to them saying, okay, they're getting all the jobs that I want, or they're getting jobs that I applied for and they're getting them instead of me. Why am I not? What am I doing that they're doing right? You know? Right. What was, did you ever feel like a downfall into that? Or was it something that you could easily figure it out? Or was that like something different for you all of a sudden from college? Because college, I feel like we compare and it's considered healthy where you're trying to get better grades or you're looking for inspiration with your classmates. And now it's like a different type of comparison. Yeah. Because now this is like, this is real life now of like, (laughs) these are actual people's lives and their careers that, you know, you, you, that's a whole different thing that you have to probably like learn about. This is your career now and you shouldn't, it's different. You shouldn't be comparing yourself to their career because they're going, they're going to be going down a completely different path versus in college. We're going down the same path. We're just trying to graduate. (laughs) Yeah. So how did you get to that solution? Of not comparing? Uh, Yeah. Cause that took me like at least nine months. I was going to say, yeah, it probably took me like six months. Mm-hmm. Because good job. That's pretty good. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that also probably ties into the positivity of, you know, I was searching for jobs for a few months and just being really down about it because I wasn't getting a job yet. And I thought I was. I thought I was going to get one immediately. And, yeah. and it took another few months to realize that this is my path. This is, you know, I'm a completely different person than everybody else. I do things the way that I do. And when a door is going to open for me, it's going to open for me. And I shouldn't have to depend on other people's success for that. Right. 
definitely took me a while. To so, like, what was your process to get to that? Did you like hate everyone, and then you were like, okay, never mind, I can't hate everyone. It's not their fault. Yeah, I mean, I don't think I hated anybody. I definitely was like, how come they chose? How come these jobs are choosing these people over me? And I'd see every single, oh, hey, I just got a job at this place, you know, post on social media. And it'd be the exact same place you applied at. And it'd be the exact same place that I applied. (laughs) But (laughs) I mean, those situations. You know, taking that, like, obviously, like, it's it's just part of rejection of just knowing I'm not the person that they wanted that's fine and moving on you know that and that that step itself took so long because obviously you want to just linger on that rejection and think why didn't they choose me what what's wrong with me what's so much better about these other candidates you know I thought I was perfect for this job or perfect for this company and just comparing yourself to literally nothing yeah point because you're just trying to find reason as to why why you got that rejection and sometimes there isn't a reason. There's, there isn't, yeah. They just didn't like the vibe or they just, you didn't get through the system, through the ATS system or whatever. Yeah. And it just wasn't the right fit. I remember, I think, yeah. Well, I think with that too, of the rejection and also just like comparing yourself to nothing, mm-hmm. it's just having either you learning it or just having somebody else around you who knows it that it's not the end of the world and yeah. that you're gonna you're gonna find something eventually yeah so when you talk about positivity what is something that you wanted to get across slash how did you remain positive after this I think positivity is like the most important thing to know like regardless of like what you're doing if you're like if you're not going through college or if you are going through college and then afterwards and just positivity in general in life because I think it's so important because yeah like going through college lack of positivity I didn't have any really I don't think so I mean not as much as I do now Mm -hmm. or that I you know think I have now because I was always being negative also ties back to comparisons of I was comparing myself to other people thinking my work wasn't as good no positive and so after college finding that positivity was so important um and I think it ties back to relationships of finding positivity in the relationships that you have in your own life not being so negative about things Mm -hmm. like just with your friends or your family boyfriends girlfriends whatever you have whatever you have around you I think it's also a big thing to say that it's not something in a light switch flickers on and you're done I think it's something constant like you it's an uphill battle that you're gonna lose sometimes Yeah, because, you know, you can be positive for a week and you're going to be positive about everything that's happening of uh, maybe somebody caught me off in the street and I'm going to be mad about it for a second. But then, you know, you can get over it in a second. Right. But then the next week or the next day, you can have a bad day. You're allowed to. It's fine. Well, I mean, I think that's being human. I just think it's so 
like positivity is like almost not even a trigger word, but like the new hot word, be positive, be positive, mm-hmm. be positive. And sometimes I think there's a difference between being positive and just ignoring the negative. You know what That's I mean? True. Yeah. Yeah. What is your take on what I just said? See, I feel like, okay, I'm going to mention um, a YouTuber that I, uh, I watch That's because good. I think he plays an important role in how I learned how yeah. to be positive because um, my freshman year of college, I was living in the dorms and I just happened to come upon this YouTuber that went to Disneyland and like he did all these types of videos about it. And um, he also made like some like vlogs, just like 10 minute vlogs or five minute vlogs just about his life and whatever he was going through. And at the time he was going through like the worst divorce. It was literally the worst time of his life. And he was literally at his end. So, you know, having no money, no place to live and just at his end. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it was him or if it was his friend or something, but he started making these vlogs about his quest for positivity. And that was kind of like his thing of just being positive and just making these little videos on his quest for positivity. And I think that was something that was so important to me watching when I was going through college and then now seeing where he is, he's doing fantastic. But I feel like I still subconsciously have that quest for positivity, like my own quest for positivity. Yeah. Just within me. I think that was so important for me to watch somebody else going through these struggles and still being positive about certain things. Do you think positivity and comparison are like not mutually exclusive, but do the, you think they go hand in hand kind of? I would say so. Yeah. Okay. Just at least, at least in the slightest bit of, I think you can type positivity into anything, but specifically comparisons, especially after college, I think go hand in hand. Did you also, I know I'm a huge sucker for it, but I would compare everything, not just like jobs. It would be literally every single aspect of my life after college. Like what? Uh, like everyone's getting married (laughs) and I'm like over here like hi and it's just it's so different and it's like oh this comparison of they have their forever person I mean even you you have your forever person so it's different for me and I'm just like okay now I'm okay with comparison now I'm like okay that's their journey I'm on mine it whatever rocks the boat is great See, that's what I'm saying. I, I think comparisons and positivity go hand in hand just because throughout your the rest of your life, you're going to keep comparing yourself to any single thing you could possibly think of. Mm-hmm. But just a matter of knowing that you are your own human, you do things the way that you do. And, you know, for me, I always believe that everything has a reason. You're dropping so, the truth bombs here right now. What? You're, dro- you're dropping <laughs> truth bombs. <laughs> True. Everything happens for a reason. And even if you don't know the reason or refuse to believe it, it's happening. Let it be. Let it go. It'll happen. I love that. What is there anything 
that you would ha- like people to remember about this podcast that you've said or haven't said? Um, I feel like like this quest for positivity, it seems so like mystical and like magical. Yeah. But like for real, like everybody should have their like their own quest for positivity even though it seems like so cheesy to to like think of of like you need to have your quest for positivity and you like you need to be thinking positive thoughts every day no it's not like that but I feel like everybody can have their own definition to that yeah I feel like it just makes you a kinder person and also just makes your life happier I love that this week's obstacle eliminator is Jamila Jamil, born in February 27, 1986 in London. She is a presenter, actress, and activist. I became aware of her activism because of her I Way movement. Um, she's done other things like Why Not People, an event that does live entertainment dedicated for people that are disabled so they can go and see live entertainment. I mean, firsthand, we've both had professors or we had a professor that couldn't go to a show because there was no wheelchair accessible. Um, That sucked. But you never think about it if you're Mm -hmm. not disabled. Um, But she did this I Way movement and it's about human beauty. And I found it on Instagram and basically verbatim, it says, I Way is about radical inclusivity so that no one feels alone. Our job is to amplify, advocate, and pass the mic. And I feel like this is just kind of tagging into what we're talking about with comparison and positivity, because it's kind of taking their person back, taking their body back and saying, here's myself. I love myself, even with my flaws or however I am, and changing that mindset and feeling beautiful and positive about themselves, even though sometimes the media likes to change that. Um, and I want to know this YouTuber you just talked about, like, I'm going to be looking into them. Oh yeah. Um, his name is just Justin Scard. Awesome. So he might be another obstacle eliminator that I had no idea about. Uh, (laughs) I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm so glad. I met him too. (gasps) Was he nice? Yeah, he's really nice. Like literally the nicest person. Mind check. Well, thank you, Rachel, for being you. part of this podcast and taking part of your day. Thank you so much, Alex. And see you all later. Bye. Every week, the goal is to tell a story, a point of view, anything really that doesn't fit the status quo, the so-called American dream, but someone's truth and reality. Mostly it'll be me, but hopefully I'll get some interviews in here. If you get anything out of this, please let it be to be kind. With vulnerability comes assholes, but so much love also. So try to lead with love. Okay, real talk over. <laughs>